0: Get involved. Join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. On inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have account process interrupt checkout flow at all my favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one is your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan i'm kune campbell let's get rolling hello this is kune campbell of the 2x e-commerce podcast show this is the podcast show dedicated to strategic growth for online retailers you, my listeners, can either ask me questions on Twitter using the hashtag 2x e-commerce, or I will cover a specific marketing tactic geared to helping you sell more in your online retail store. So on today's show, I'm going to be talking about the essential element in your e-commerce checkout. And here's why I'm talking about it. I work with retailers, some on a more long-term basis and others on a one-off basis. And one of the recurring themes we are coming across is e-commerce checkouts are the last, they're, they're an afterthought after product pages, categories, overall homepage design has been so sort of thought out. And when you think about it, that the, the e-commerce checkout is the last mile in your entire sales funnel. So it is absolutely essential to get it right, to just funnel in, funnel in more, more sales. Just let let me give you the scenario. If, for instance, your site was doing a hundred thousand visits a day on the homepage, just across the board, and you were able to filter from that one hundred thousand, say seventy thousand you know, visitors through to category pages and off the back of the 70,000, you're able to filter through say 50,000 through to to product pages, 50,000 people actually looking through your product pages. The next mile obviously is how many people are adding items to their basket and how many are actually on the checkout page and how many actually, you know, succeed in checkout. So so that's kind of like the breakdown. Now out of that 50,000, let's say your conversion rate from product to a sale. Is let's give it ten percent. This from product page so not the entire chunk. So you have five thousand people essentially making sales every month. You you are recording five thousand transactions from hundred thousand visitors. Remember what I said in terms of like you're just imagining your 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 sites. Um, you know, hundred thousand visits a month. Now let's Im- so that's about five percent conversion rate, which which is which is okay, which is good. Right. Now, let's imagine if we could hack that 10% to about 15%, then the number starts to get interesting. Right, you, you'd now be looking at about seven and a half thousand. And then your overall e-commerce conversion rates now would be seven point five percent. So if you can improve your checkout or steps down your funnel, especially moving people from your product pages through to your to to add, you know, to, to your to your baskets and then eventually purchasing then you could be onto something. You could actually move the metrics on existing traffic. And that's why I want to talk about it now. So first things first, the thing I'm going to talk about is the focus. In 2016, going forward, your focus on your checkout is ensuring your mobile checkout is well-optimized first. I'm not saying you should totally abandon or forget about your, your desktop right checkout, but One quick way to drive in more sales and drive in more conversions and just make your website more efficient at, you know, processing sales is to just focus on your mobile. Just take some time and have a look at your mobile checkout, right? And here's the reason why. 66% of mobile purchases are still made through the mobile web as compared to apps, right? 66%. Now, Conversion rates, however, on mobile devices only thirty three percent of that on desktops, right? So if you're getting hundred sales on your desktop, you're more likely to getting about thirty three percent. Now that is dependent on where you live, you know. So in the UK, Japan, and Korea, these countries are well ahead of of the the well ahead of the uh, of of the curve in regards to mobile checkouts and just, you know, mobile commerce in general. So you might be getting higher conversion rates in in, in these countries. That's Japan, the UK, and South Korea. However, for the rest of the world, we're looking at like 30%, right, of all desktop transactions. Now, there's the, the only way forward, really, the only way forward, the only way is up, right? Mobile is going to continue creeping in until it eventually becomes a dominant way of, you know, people purchasing. And that's because there's some key technologies starting to, to, to appear um, that are solving, you know, the mobile checkout problem. Okay. So what's other things that we want to talk about? Well, the key thing is where believe it or not, where we where it's a tipping point. We're at a tipping point. Okay. So What are the things you want to optimize? You know, when you think about mobile, there are only really two major mobile platform, you know, platforms around. There's iOS on the one hand and then there's Android. I know there's the, the Windows, um, you know, platform, but, but that's not important. It's negligent. It's so tiny, insignificant. So what you want to look at is how are you going to, the mindset you should, you should have employ is how am I going to optimize for iOS devices? right on the one hand and how am i going to optimize for android devices on the other hand and right now there's solutions that absolute solution so i'm going to talk about ios devices and i'm going to move into um, options available in your for 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 android devices so for ios devices basically apple pay is going to be the de facto it is going to be the de facto so i've been using apple pay on mobile apps so I was, um, I ordered a takeaway the other day and my Just Eat app, which is an app used in the UK for ordering takeaways, which just um, so sort of aggregates, um, all local stores, you know, local, not stores, local restaurants, you know, small local restaurants. And it kind of gives you a one place stop or one stop shop to, to actually just order takeaways from there. And I conveniently use just Apple Pay. And it was just my thumbprint. The checkout took literally less than five seconds. At the moment, the average checkout is about, I think it's about 33 seconds. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to check it out. I think it's about 40 seconds. The average checkout process is slow. It's about 40 seconds, you know, across desktops and, and mobile sites, right? It's about 40 seconds. Just think about it, 40 seconds. And I was able to check out in less than five seconds with Apple Pay. Now, Apple Pay used to be just on... Obviously, it's still in stores with you know you just flashing your Apple. As much as I, I would you know most of the time I prefer to to use my my contactless card. But Apple Apple Pay is so convenient. You just bring out your phone, put it on the terminal, and you know your your, your thumbprint, your, your 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 touch, your touch ID does does the magic, right? So it's it's in physical retail as POSs, and it's also in apps, and it's now on the web now. In the web, there's slow adoption at the moment. And um, the two options available on the web are Stripe at the minute and Braintree, which is owned by PayPal, right? So Apple Pay is going head and head against PayPal. And to be honest, PayPal don't really, might not really have a place in the mobile checkout when, when you think about it process, you know, going forward, just due to its lack of, I'd say, integration with touch id now if they're able to broker a deal with the paypal app where there's there's a touch id feature to log into your paypal so that's kind of like integrated at checkout then you know it, it might be you know a, another option at checkout whether or not apple is going to let let that happen i'm not sure but right now if your payment processor is stripe or braintree or you have very clever developers The API is available to integrate Apple Pay into your checkout for absolutely nothing. Apple does not charge you for Apple Pay. You do not pay Apple. It's the banks that pay Apple, which I think was like um, in the States. It's, I believe Apple receives about 15% for every, so 15 cents, 0.5%. 5% 5% commission for every, you know, for, for, for every transaction. every so for every $100 spent in the States, Apple gets paid 15 cents in the UK. It's relatively lower. It's about 0.3%. So for every £100 spent in the UK, Apple gets about 3%. That's on debit cards. And I think on credit cards is only 2%, you know, so, you know, and it, it will vary from country to country, but you the good news for you as an online retailer is you absolutely do not pay it, and it's going to improve the user experience right for 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 your shoppers, for your customers quite significant, especially if they have Apple pay you know sorted on their on their mobile phones. Now, I don't have the exact numbers on the number of iOS users that that have Apple Pay but I would assume that it is growing and growing significantly just off the back of its convenience, right? So that's one thing to, 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 to note and that's one thing to, to, to implement in your checkout. Now, I'm, I'm just talking about like ways to, essential elements to improve in your e-commerce checkout now. And in, in this mobile first world, let's just look at, you know, checkouts on mobile devices and mobile platforms. Now, Android have an alternative called Android pay for, for Android devices and what they have, I'd say it's the two options for you with, with Android. Now, if you have a shopping app, right, a mobile shopping app, say on iOS at the moment only, I would suggest that you also have an Android app. So long as the cost of maintaining your app isn't that expensive. So if you're able to drive, superior, more superior user experience through your mobile shopping app, right? And you have an Android shopping app, then this might interest you. There's um from the last Google IO event, which is kind of like an Apple event, but for Google, they announced something called Instant Apps. Now, Instant Apps enables Android apps to instantly run without you actually installing them on your phone, right? So you're, let me give you a use case. You're searching for a nice camera to buy, right? And then on your Android device, and then um, a list of options come, maybe in your Google Shopping, and you click through one of the Google Shopping listings or even an organic, you know, listing. And you, instead of getting into the mobile site with Google Instant Apps or Android Instant Apps, Google will load or Android will load that particular product page, that section within the app in your session. So you kind of come out of Chrome in a sense and you're already instantly in an app, right? And all the features that are available in that app are available to you. The only thing you need to do really is to register and checkout. And I'm quite sure most shopping apps would have a guest checkout option. And obviously, they should have things like Android Pay enabled, right? So if you do, this is for people who have, you know, um, Android apps. So remember or research instant apps. I think it's going to come out, it's going to be officially supported in December of 2016. So it's something to definitely, definitely watch out for. Now, the alternative to Apple Pay is quite interesting from Google. You know Google's take on on Apple Pay, the whole Android, you know, pay. It's a platform actually called, or it, it's it's called the Payment Request API, right? So so basically, it works for Android devices only and Android Chrome. And what it pretty much does is at checkout, it would preload a checkout. It would preload your your Android pay account so you'd eventually have you know your delivery address your default delivery address your default card your default billing address which you could toggle and change and it'll just come straight from your android pay account it's an api that you need to integrate with your e-commerce platform i believe from a example in the um an illustration from the um, help files that Shopify has integration at the moment. Magento should have with through via third-party tools or through an API, the same API. But what's quite interesting is that this payment request API is likely to become standard across browsers because it's been submitted to the World Wide Web Consortium, that's a W3C If that happens, it means that if you're on Safari, you could potentially also use Android Pay as an option if you have an Android Pay account. So it's one thing to note. That's probably months, if not years ahead. But the key thing is you could optimize or quicken the entry of fields and forms at checkout by loading android pay via this payment request api just google it payment request api android and it loads you use cases and the help files will show you use cases and it would you know give you the full api to you know integration instructions okay so that's it. It Remember, it would load all payment details, address, shipping address, and and, and, and the like, you know, for, for your shoppers. If you have any questions, hook me up again, you know, on hashtag 2x e-commerce. I'm your man, Kinlay, e-commerce growth. So if you need any help, reach out to me and have a fantastic, fantastic day. See you all later. Bye-bye.